Welcome to Glide Chat, where we give you the rundown of all things service now. Let's talk about the now, right now. Welcome to another episode of Glide Chat. My name is Michael Lombardo, sitting here with John Griffin, aka Griff. Yep. Director of New England Commercial at ServiceNow. What's up, Griff? Great to be here. So how long have you been at ServiceNow? Three years? Three years. Three years. Yeah. It just feels like the, your territory is very much more organized. You know everything that's going on. I think your reps are like, you have a military background? No. No. Okay. Yeah, you're very organized. Well, Irish Catholic family. Ah, my, my dad okay. was one of seven. Yeah, It's just the way I was raised. I was yeah. raised, you have to have purpose in everything you do. Yeah. And when you show up, you better put up. Yeah. And I'm lucky enough to have a great team that we have built around us and are able to take and build upon the great foundation that uh, Hanny and Al and yeah. Augusta put into like, our great customers. It's like generations to this team. It's crazy. Right. Yeah. yeah. This is, I mean, like service now, obviously we started on the West, but there's so much that was like so much leadership and so much like the first accounts were like really yeah. built here. Uh, so much history in the, on we're, we're really lucky in just Boston proper to have yeah. just foundational customers yeah. that have been with us for a long time. And we, we, we struggle at times like, Oh, we want to go after net new prospects and they're important, but yeah. it's, it's always important to make sure we take care of those key customers of ours. Exactly. That, have, that were first adopters. Yeah. I was one of them. I was yeah. one of them. Amen. Boston, Boston medical center. Thank you for your business. Do, do no problem. Yeah. Anytime. Yeah. Changed my life. Changed, changed my life. I, I was like, what's the service now thing? Where were you before service now? EMC? I was at EMC for yeah. about 14 years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What brought you to service now? Besides Haney. Uh, so <laughs> I worked with Haney and Did Kroc you? Yeah, okay. And, I, I just, I Augusta, didn't even know. Oh, yeah, Crop too, yeah. A lot of guys wow. for a long time. Wow. And people had always said service now, service now. I remember sitting down with yeah. the, one of the old leaders in Hartford because I was in Hartford for a long time in 2013, 2014. I'm saying, ah, ticketing, I, I'm good. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to keep selling stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you don't get <laughs> it. We're transforming. <laughs> and I just, I hadn't had my eyes opened. Yeah. And. When Dell bought EMC, we had a lot of transitions, yep. and I stayed because I kept on being given great opportunities, and I had yep. great leaders to work for. And Dell's a terrific place to work. Yeah, but it got to a point where, hey, I want to go do something new. I want to try something. Yeah, uh, and I'd stay in touch with Hanny, and over the years as a mentor, and I just kept on hearing this buzz about yeah. service now, and it's more than just ticketing; it's workflow. And, yeah. One thing led to another, and Al and I met, and we've had a we've had a great three year run so far, and looking forward to the next ten. What I'll say about Al is Al is a phenomenal human being. Yeah, literally, day one, end of, uh, beginning of Q four, middle of pandemic, I get in and I get all these shark camps and all these different zooms. Knock on the door. There's two dozen white roses at my door from Al Holland. Shut my up. wife. So honest to God, wow. my, my wife's blown away. My yeah. wife's been. Uh, now Dell at EMC for almost twenty years. Wow. Like, who is this Al guy? Yeah. Al's a phenomenal person. You couldn't you couldn't find somebody better to have your back. Wait, so why did he send roses to your wife? Just to make sure that she knew she was part of the ServiceNow family. Wow. So you so you came to ServiceNow. What is so special about ServiceNow? Like, why are our customers obsessed with it? Why are developers obsessed with it? In your opinion, you see it all the time. Like, why why are you? Why, what, what's your opinion? Yeah, I think it's a couple of different things. Yeah. A, our culture, hungry and humble. Yeah. You hear Bill talk about it all the time. From everybody in leadership, we're lucky enough to have Kevin Haverty and Tom Hannigan yeah. and Al and Chris Irvin here in the office. But no matter what office you walk into, 
whether it's in D.C. or in Florida or Santa Clara, it's just true. And, yeah. and our customers appreciate the fact that we're not afraid to go the extra mile for them and yeah. put them first. And we always talk, like a lot of companies do, put your customer first, put your yeah. company second, put your team third, and put yourself last. And yeah. that truly is what's great about ServiceNow because yeah. we, we don't just talk about it. We actually do it. Yeah. And the customers just love the, the fact that they can have one platform. I had that customer this morning. Yeah. He said, you guys are, you keep doing right by me and yeah. our competitors. We won't talk about. Yeah. They, they keep trying to get more and more and you see the yeah. long-term vision. Yeah. That's key. And my response is you guys see the long-term vision and you see it because you know all the things you can do yeah. with our platform. It's just about our teams making sure that it's consumable uh, and we're going to meet you where you are yeah. and make it so that it's a good journey throughout the process. I think you hit the nail on the head. And because for me, the technical side says the platform so amazing, the one platform for all these different pl- processes and how able you to quickly, you know, roll out new, new process, new solutions, new workflows. But, you know, service as ambitious as service now, the company is to hit their, you know, 16 billion goal plus well, 15, whatever it is. They've done a really good job at not like being too greedy with customers, right? Yeah. Like not too pushy. You know, it's like, it's, it's really is based like solution based sales and not target based sales, you know, focus on the outcome first yeah, yeah. and then work backwards. Exactly. And yeah, there, there are often times where we have difficult conversations with customers, our licensing model, like, yeah. and, and what we have to do to make sure we can continue investing. But if we always go back to putting the customer first and understanding what they're looking to accomplish, I saw this great quote. I, I, I can't, I wish I remember who put it on LinkedIn. Yeah. I should be giving them credit. I keep <laughs> using it. Yeah. Our teams, yeah. your team, my team, yeah. all of ServiceNow needs to know our customers well enough to get hired by them. Yeah. So when you're bringing a proposal, you're bringing a solution, yep. can you talk directly about how it's helping either drive more revenue, yeah. take out cost and complexity, or keep them out of jail by reducing risk? I know. I was talking to this um, person. They just, they actually, um, he's, his company's a little smaller. They're struggling with like either Jira, ServiceNow and stuff. And he, and he goes, somebody just got onboarded. And they came from a company that had full service now onboarding, you know, a package arrived at the door with their computer, with their mouse and everything. And everything was just so streamlined. And they're like, you know, they said they got this feeling that like, wow, this company has it together. And he's like, then they came to our company. We don't have service now onboarding. It was a mess. It goes, you know, a, a form, you have this Microsoft form filled out goes to somebody's inbox and it could sit there and, you know, it's just a slow process and there's a lot of manual follow-up and it, and the, you know, the employee that got hired was just like, is everything okay here? Like, yeah. am I safe? You know, that morale and that, even if it's chaos behind the scenes, right? Just that appearance of a smooth onboarding. And I, we hear it all the time with our employees, like, you know, Everything's done in service now. They pick their what kind of laptop they want right yeah. in service now, and they know it's service now, so that gets them even more excited. And it's just a, such a streamlined process. It's just like, why wouldn't you want your employees that you're spending all this money on that are driving revenue, that are driving efficiency, that are driving operations, don't you want them feeling like you're the greatest company in the whole world? <laughs> like, it, It's about the experience. Oh, man. It's about the thought leadership that these companies who have truly adopted yeah. ServiceNow and like where they're going 
and the conversations we're having with customers about what they're going to do with AI. Oh, and that's how the, a whole it, different game. And it's just yeah. about the the art of the possible. Yeah. But it's not that far away, and yeah. so they're going to be able to incorporate it and get that benefit really quickly. But to, like the onboarding experience. I have a bunch of friends and it always comes back to work, right? Yeah. Where, you know, you're out to dinner or whatnot and I'm a ServiceNow customer. We're not a ServiceNow customer. Yeah. Oh, actually, we are a ServiceNow customer. We didn't we, know we, we were a ServiceNow yeah, customer. Yeah, we're not using it the right way. Or yeah. it's so good. Yeah. I didn't know that was ServiceNow. Yes. And I'm like, yeah. I told you. Yeah, yeah. And I was having dinner yeah. with uh, two weeks ago with one yeah. of my good friends and yeah. he works at one of the big asset managers in Boston. And yeah. he said, I didn't know that was ServiceNow. I'm like, see? Yep. That's the testimonial we need. Yeah, exactly. That's like just smooth. Yeah. Just smooth. Um, man, AI is going to be like, you guys are just going to be like kid in a candy store. Just, just, just fast. Like this, I think I saw in Bill McDermott's earnings call, there's going to be 3 trillion, not on just on service now, but on AI solutions yep. in the next three years. Like company organizations are going to spend over $3 trillion on bringing in AI solutions to, to, Various products. I mean, I, I think customers are trying to figure out which one's right. Oh, and it's probably that there's multiple different solutions, whether yeah. it's ServiceNow or yeah. Microsoft yeah. Or, or just both, <laughs> b- both yeah, right yeah. together, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, the things we're hearing from customers, and we actually, I had um, lunch with one of our joint customers, and he said, the best part about what you showed me with Gen AI and what yeah. ServiceNow is doing is it was tailored to my industry. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. knew exactly yeah, how exactly. to talk to my business. Yeah. If we get that part right, it's we have first mover advantage. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we we already we rolled out our first AI product in Saw the in yeah, thanks. And and we everyone is thinking like, you know, for partners, especially like, oh, writing code and you know, we, we had we're having it help with clerical stuff. Yeah. Like for workshops taking the raw notes, putting that in story form, getting acceptance criteria. You know how much customers struggle with yeah. like the acceptance criteria, setting up UAT sessions, you know? The benefits are going to far it's outweigh be, the concerns. Oh my God. It's, yeah. it's, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to It's going to be fun. It's going to be like a fun, that's what I'm saying. Like your team and service now as a whole is just going to be like, okay, we want it. We want it. We want it. If you're an organization, it's, it's like everything else. Like, do you really want to get left behind? If your employees and customers can just come to a, a ServiceNow service portal and just immediately type in, I need to order a new laptop or anything. How do I do this? How do I do that? And it's just better than a human immediately responding, immediately getting what you want, and you get and go back on to your day. I mean, how do you not embrace that? No matter how much it costs. Outside of service now, I mean, just think of the changes it's going to have in general life. I know. How do I fix my slice? How do I stop hooking the ball, right? Yeah. So when I see you, when I see Al, I see great leaders. And people always ask me, who's been your mentor and who's this? I really haven't. I feel like I really haven't had, like, direct mentors. But I watch people like you, people like Al, Hanny, other, like, some of my other bosses that I've had. And I see how they interact with their team, you know, good and bad. Like, you know, some things that I'm like, ah, that's not how I would do it. And, you know, take note of that. What is good leadership to you in, in your eyes? There's no crystal ball. Yeah, there, yeah. I think it's a silver bullet. It's, either. it's, yeah. it's a neat. And yeah. I think it starts with a willingness to want to help. Yeah. And I, I often talk about to either 
individual contributors or in, in my world reps who yeah. want to go lead and i said well, why, why do you want to lead yeah and i said well i want to be the guy in charge i said yeah. okay that's not, don't come to this yeah charge. i know that's not there I, I think the leaders are the ones who are yeah. willing to roll up their sleeves yeah. to put their ego aside and then genuinely listen yeah like and that is key to it two ears one mouth are they able to listen yeah and i, I map out to my team and do i i hope i do a great job of it but yeah. my goals are when somebody comes to work with me that I can help them improve their skill set and become better what they do, put them in a position to become more successful than they've been and in sales that's monetarily, but that's also there's a lot of achievements that we that we have in sales that are outside of just money, right? Yeah. And then put them in a position to get promoted in the right time. And I think that comes you got to be selfless and then you need to have like a good foundation of what you do. I talk a lot about the six A's when I interview people and when I bring people on and it's characteristics I look for to build teams. It's all about having self-awareness. I know it's not that six A's self-awareness, activity, attitude, acumen, adaptability, accountability, right? So accountability, like you do the right things when no one's watching all the time. And can we, can we count on Mike to make sure he gets the job done? Yeah, of course. Attitude. Like I think of James Perriott, right? Yeah. Happy, love him. Humble, love him. Always, always there positive. to help somebody. Always positive. Always too. positive. Do you want to have a yeah. cup of coffee with somebody yeah. after work or meet them yeah. for a beer? Because if if I want to meet with you, your customers going to want your prospects, exactly. right? So yep. are you a glass half full or glass yeah. half empty yeah. person? Yeah. Activity like do you have that pit in your stomach every single day? Yeah. Do you want to go? Yeah. And it's, it's not just about the money. It's you have a desire to get better. Yeah. Self-awareness is like, it's not what I think of myself. It's, it's one of my peers and my yeah. customers, my yeah. people around. Surroundings. Yeah. Perceptions, reality, yep. right? Yep. Uh, aptitude, like we, this is a complex pro- platform, although yeah. it's one, <laughs> it's one code base, <laughs> yeah. right? It's still compl- Can you handle complex situations? Yeah. And can you go from talking to the CEO yeah. to the head of FP&A to yeah. the person who is doing the dishes and, and yeah. have a consistent conversation? Yeah. And then adaptability has been bigger than the last couple of years. Can you change? Yeah. And so I think, like when I think of great. how do you go hire yeah. and how do you go build teams, that all starts with leadership, right? If, yeah. if a leader can not only demonstrate and live those traits, but they're innate, and then yeah. they listen, and then they put the team, their teams first and roll up their sleeves, uh, in there somewhere is a secret sauce. A hundred percent. It's all based around pos- positivity, right? And grit. Yeah. Oh, grit. Well, I know that one. Yeah, you do. For me, I was fortunate where... I've done a lot of the roles of, you know, people I'm leading here and stuff. So I always just try to like be the leader that I wanted. You know what I mean? Like, like what would I want my boss to do in this situation? And I always just put myself back in their shoes and, and just know like, you know, like I, I always just wanted to make people to appreciate, like if I worked, if I was up all night, sometimes just a thank you. You know, and it's like, you you know, 600 people now. It's hard to, it's hard to keep. You guys have grown so fast. (laughs) It's crazy. 600 people. It's hard to keep track of every, and thank every single person. Write it down though. I know. I'm a big believer. Like, and I tell people who have different leaders today. Yeah. Write down the things you like and read yeah. write down the things you don't like. Yeah. Because of the ones you don't like, make sure you don't do those when you become when you get privileged to lead people. Yeah. The ones you like, make them your own and double down on them. Yeah. And then always write like a big believe always have a pen and a piece of paper or yeah. your phone and thank the people who, who you know need to be thanked. Exactly. That don't get thanked. That's one of my main things of I tell my other leaders, please, if you see somebody doing something above and beyond and you see them working hard you see a customer really had please tell me 
so I can tell, I can thank them because I can't see everything. And that's why you kind of have some of those layers is so you can rely on other people to tell you like what, what needs to change or what, you know, we need to double down on. You and, never know when you're, you're changing somebody's day or changing someone's oh, week yeah. or changing someone's life. Just a little, just a little I, thank you. I'm telling you, it goes a long way. Huge. Even for me, even for I me. I tell Jeff, my son, Jack, five years yeah. old, please yeah. and thank you. Yeah. will get you everywhere in life. Yeah, it really does. I know you're big into golf. What, what, what else like kind of hobbies or anything like that? I've got a five-year-old and a two-and-a-half-year-old, yeah. oh, uh, so Jack and Caroline. You're so in it. Uh, it's, it's, God for me, bless it's, Can I find more time to yeah. have the right balance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, it's all about perspective. Like, yeah. I, I, I've become very big. I lost my dad uh, 11 years ago yesterday sorry to cancer. Yeah. Don't be sorry. Thank you. Yeah, he had I lost mine, too. Dana Farber. I got him three more years than he was supposed yeah, to. So wow. I, I try to put things in perspective, and yeah. we all get busy. Our jobs are all important, but yep. at the end of the day, we're selling software and implementing software. Yeah, so yeah. I, I, for me, it's how do you find balance, and I, I'm trying to get better about making sure that I'm a more present husband and a more present father. <laughs> Working on that too. Right? <laughs> but I'm also trying to do it with my brothers too. So I'm a twin, yeah. which most wow. people don't know. There's I did not know that. Oh, yeah. my God. What's his name? His name's Matt. He lives in, wow. Lex in his office. Identical? Or? Identical. Dude, I got him. You should have him just show up to the office. So here's day. the part. So his office, he works at Simpress. Yeah, which is on the here. third floor of Shut our building. Up. So we work in the same building. Dude, stop it. Right. Have, have you done any? Have you done any pranks? Like no, you, I don't think since the second grade. Come on, yeah. dude. You got to do that. We'll do it on a prospecting day or something. That would be hilarious. Right? Wow. So you have a twin brother. Twin brother, and then a brother, Steve, who's just like yeah. 13 months younger than us. So wow. I'm like an Irish triplet. That's insane. I, well, I always wondered what it was like to grow up as a twin because that's just like, it's just weird. There are often times yeah. we're on the same wavelength. No way. Not, so my son Jack was yeah. born in December, December yeah. 20th yeah. at Bregman Women's. Okay. My nephew, Charlie, Matt's son, was yeah. born December 21st oh my at Bregman Williams, Women's in the same operating room. The same year too? Same. Oh, one day one after. One day apart. We were in the, we were in the hospital the same Oh, my God. With the same delivery nurse. Oh, my God. And so we were walking around we were walking around the next Wait, day. Wait, stop. And I bumped into the delivery nurse, and she says, it took me a good hour to figure out you weren't in here with two separate women. Oh, my God. Yeah. So the world works <laughs> in mysterious ways. That is, that is so crazy. Yeah. That gives you perspective, too. That is, that is perspective, yeah. yeah. All right, well, I always like to leave, um, I mean, you gave a ton of advice on the leadership, but what's some advice maybe you could leave uh, some people trying to maybe maybe break into leadership from a sales role or, you know, further their career or even be a better sales rep? Like, what's some advice you could leave? I think the first thing is don't be afraid to ask for help, mm -hmm. right? Go find a true mentor. I've had a bunch of them in my career who were willing to tell me when I was doing things well, but more importantly, tell me when I was doing things poorly. Yeah. That, that would, ha those mentors are there to make sure you have guardrails. They can pull you aside and say, Hey, like I'm a very direct person. Like you got to tone it down a little bit. Yeah. So, so find people who will help you and then don't be afraid to lead from the front. Go yeah. find, go find something that needs fixing yeah. and go be part of that. Go be part of the solution yeah. and then opportunity will come your way. I love that. That's, that's so true. You know, I'm a head first jump in there and Fix it kind of guy. People will notice. You don't have to yeah. tell people what you're doing. Yeah, notice, exactly. Right? Yeah, that's the best part. Yeah. Just surround yourself with great people. You'll be okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thanks for joining me on episode of Glad Thanks Chat. I love it. Do you have a topic in mind that you'd like to discuss? Reach out to us at glidefast.com and subscribe to our podcast for new episodes. 